Well, good evening, everybody. Hey, we're gonna do our special uh, Stratobash Survival Guide tonight. Looking like we got a great weekend planned for everybody, over 100 cars coming out. And some of the things that we just wanted to talk about tonight are basically getting yourself prepared for an epic weekend, both as a driver and as a fan. So we'll start off with a few things. Uh, number one to bring, um, pack light if you're coming as a driver. Bring the essentials, but don't think that you're just getting stuck with your trailer in the pit area. Trying to fit 100 drivers into the pits is always tough, so it's gonna be really packed in there. So just be prepared that, you know, everything is sort of modular, get it unpacked, get it in your pit area, and your trailer gets put out in the, in the field where we got some extra storage space out there. Um, another thing, if you're planning to come out and, and watch this, it's a great opportunity to come out on the SPECD Instagram, what you're watching right now. You'll find in our link tree, you'll find the waivers to come out and drive. So main thing that you wanna do when you're doing that is fill out the waiver so that if you get the opportunity, you're over 18 years old, you can go for a ride along around the track. Um, got a question just jumping in here. When's the next open drift day? We are back out at uh, Rad Torque Raceway, I believe on the 14th, coming up. So we should be there. Um, just head over to the website, you can find that out. Should be good. Hey, we are coming with a semi and a 48 foot trailer. Will be the room for us. Yeah, I hope that everyone's pitting with you in your semi and your 48 foot trailer. We can find spots for some of the bigger stuff like that, but if you're coming with an open deck trailer, there will be no room for you. Um, yeah, so that's it. I mean, we usually get a lot of grief from the drivers when we're packing everybody in, but it is so that we can fit 100 plus cars into the pit area and also leave room for fans to come and watch. Um, sort of the least uh, anticipated event of the year, but registration sells out almost immediately. Even today, we had a few people sort of reaching out to, to get in, um, but hey, Thanks to those who signed up first and that we have some of those guys coming on tonight. We got uh, Jared is going to be jumping on. He's usually one of the first guys to sign up and actually a survivor of all three of the strata bashes that we've had so far. A couple other things, um, drivers. We did send out the driver package to everybody. Main thing that you want to grab is some of the media packages that are, are done. Electric Media has one where they're offering uh, light painting both on the Friday and Saturday night. Um, get, there's absolutely no lighting on the track at all. So what we do, it's completely dark. We can get some nice cars out there, do some light painting. If you don't know what that is, I don't necessarily either, but Electric Media has it. You'll see one of the cars is the Specti RX-8. It's on our home screen uh, for the website. So that is done by Dustin at Electric Media. Fundamentally Fresh also has video and drone um, packages available. So head over to his Instagram page, Fundamentally Fresh on Instagram. Message Jesse directly. He's got a few spots left for that, so you don't wanna miss out. He's gonna be flying all weekend with us. Um, he's shooting a ton of content. He does all of our video content that you see, the recaps, the uh, winner's reels, all of that is done by Fundamentally Fresh. So head over, reach out to him, and uh, book your package with him. Um, 
some guys get worried about some of the cost. I mean, daytime driver package, basically from electric media, 60 bucks. Doing the light painting package is $45. Um, you know, that's not even one tire that you're gonna be blowing. That's not even one jerry can worth of gas. So to, you know, save some of these images and stuff like that's gonna be amazing. Fundamentally fresh, I didn't see his, his pricing necessarily, but you know, I know it's under $200 and for the images that he does, it's absolutely amazing. Um, and you're gonna miss it. If you miss, miss joining this, you know, these happen once a year. We're never guaranteed that we're back the next year because this facility is privately owned. It's actually not just a public racetrack or anything like that. It is just a. Now we got Tony. He jumping in with us. Um, so I was just sort of filling people in with some of the media packages that we got going out. We insta we uh, emailed all that out to the drivers. And I think we got Jared planning to jump on with us as well. One of the survivors of all three Stratobats. That's right, the so uh, far. lowest horsepower edition of the uh, Spec D cast uh, of all time. Instead of LS Weekly, we're going to have KA Weekly. Uh, very excited about that personally. And uh, no better guy to ask than Jared about some survival tips and tricks for uh, the upcoming Bash weekend here. Uh, you know, go ahead and introduce myself. Tony, front left jackman for the Spec D Drift Series, all things Voith, all things just uh, conductor of the hype train this year. You know, we're taking a break uh, because the uh, Mr. Tyler Jared, the OK Life, uh, decided he's sitting this one out. You know what? I blew up my car. So, um, yeah, we're both sitting out, and hopefully uh, Tyler. Oh, all right. Now we lost uh, Tony there. He's going to jump back in. Wow. We. We got Jared with his uh, lovely nope. power locks. I never see nope. you with the, with the hair down. I don't even know what to do with that. There we go. Catch you Good in the turf, and here we are. We're waiting for Tony to ju jump back in here. So um, I'll give you a second. Why don't you introduce yourself while Tony's still on freeze frame and trying to reset his internet. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what was going on. I haven't joined one of these before. Um, so I'm Jared Kruger. Right. I drive uh, 1995 240FX with a ka24 um i've been driving for seven or so years now i think which that's three straddle bashes down this will be my fourth one um i'm 26 so been been here for a little bit but not as long as some people <laughs> hey hey come on <laughs> nope you need some of this old guy wisdom to make sure we're, that we're just having that Instagram on. look. You know, it, it seems to be the curse. Whenever we have a solid intro, it just seems like just kicks whoever out. But uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, we'll uh, we'll carry on with that. Looking, we'll wait for Jared to looking for his group, and uh, <laughs> we'll let him back in. All right. No, no, it's not too many of us. Jump on back in there. You're good to go. Um, Jared, just uh, request it. We always get three people on, so we should be good. Um, hey, so I'll give you a number one tip for Stratobash. Print off your tech sheet. Have it filled out. We will do the check over with you, but have all that done for us, and you will get onto track a lot faster, especially on the Saturday morning when we are trying to tech 100 cars. All right, I see Jared. He's back. He's coming. Is there Tony we go. So here, is it kicking one of us out back and forth? 
you know, I don't know. It seems, sort of seems like it. So, hey, if Tony's not in, we'll carry on with uh, Tony when he jumps in. We'll see if it does it continually. Every week we've been able to have three people on, no problems. But then we come up to the Stratobash thing. Here we are, and uh, we get a little bit of uh, grief from Instagram. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe you of, course, of course, of course, for it. me, but it is what it is. Hey, all right. So why don't, why don't you just give us? Oh, look, all three of us are live. Here we are. The curse is over. Um, Stratobash, give us your nutshell of what you think it is. Um, maybe you've you've experienced all three. Um, maybe some of the changes that have happened over the years and your number one tip to people coming out uh, to Stratobash. Um, oh man, I think Stratobash is probably the most fun and the most seed time that you'll get in Western Canada, I would say. I mean, obviously there's stuff going on in Penticton now and, and out at Mission, but the two days of driving is absolutely absurd. And I feel like it gives you, if you're somebody who's not in competition form or somebody who's still looking for lots of seat time, it is like a full season worth of Thursday night practices on the skid pad. And it's like just absolutely the best time with your friends. Even if your car breaks, you're still surrounded by people to like hang out with and ride along with. Um, and my number one survival tip is probably pack more tools than you think you'll need, more parts than you think you'll need, and water, lots of water. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we, we, we've had two years where it's been really hot. We had one year, our first year, it was fairly chilly out there. Um, but the last two years have been absolute scorchers. Um, yeah, so water a hundred percent, get the Gatorades going on because sometimes water doesn't hydrate you after, you know, mm -hmm. you've just been so dehydrated. Um, a little bit, a few things, axles, number one, bring, bring some spare axles, tie rods, oil coolers. If they're anywhere situated in the front of the car, I think those are probably some of the, the key ones. I mean, I had both brakes at our last outing at Stratotech. So I'm just thinking ahead that still need a spare oil cooler and or a fitting to tee it off or something like that so that you can run without your oil cooler. Yeah. Experience out, out at, at Stratobash. Why don't you give us just sort of like, you know, there's a lot of talk about the community, about how, you know, people talk a lot about the drift community as being really open and accepting. And I think Stratobash is sort of one of those things. If we could kind of like, if we could get the music aspect, we could get that whole festival vibe, but still the county is 100% no. There's nothing more we can do than what we absolutely are doing. We push it right to the curfew of the track every time. Um, but like the vibe in the pits, on the track, maybe just talk a little bit about how oh, that is. Oh man, well, it, it's hard because you kind of, it feels like you're just hanging out with at least for me, I'm surrounded by kind of all of my, my friends, especially the closest ones. And so like trying to get on track mm -hmm. with everybody that you want to drive with at the same time is impossible because there's too many people that you want to hang out with. So you got to pick and choose. And at the same time, it's hard because you want to pit next to everyone, but there's not enough space to pit next to everyone. So you're, you're like running around. You're like, okay, our run group's done. 
I'm going to go swap my tires. And then you're running around to see like who broke something. How do, who do I hang out with? Nobody broke anything. Everybody's got like tires done. Okay. I guess we'll just hang out. Like, let's go have some food. Let's go get some water. You know, um, it's just, yeah, the best, the best vibe. It's, uh, especially with mufflers on cars now, it's a lot more, um, enjoyable to hang out in the pits. Yeah. There's no, no straight pipes in your ear anymore, which is nice, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough just finding like the best aspect of it. Cause it's really by the time, you know, four or five o'clock rolls around on Sunday, it's like, where did the time go? You know? There you go. Exactly. So you started off with the first one. First one, you know, we can go back a little bit on it. Um, we didn't even know what to expect. We kind of got news that Stratotech was opening back up. We jumped on the track on, you know, to be one of the groups that was, was supporting the reopening of the track, committing to some big events out there. Um, year one, we had just, we rented some grandstands in. They were absolutely horrendous, you know, really small. And we found some grandstands out in the field out by Drayton Valley that uh, we happily donated to Stratotech and sort of locked us in as the drift uh, promoter out at Stratotech. So going from year one to year three, coming into year four, what's the, what's with the experience been? Is it sort of changed, been the same or, or, you know, give us a behind the scenes of how it is from a drive. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like chronologically organize my experiences in my head, but um, the, the development, of the scene as a whole over these three now four years has been awesome um the first year was a lot of people who haven't driven this track ever before because most of the guys who drove it i don't want to say back in your day but um the first the the first time that i ever back came out day. to stratotech i was 14 or 15 years old and that was in the last, the last one or two seasons before they closed. And so coming back to the track, I was completely lost. Nothing looked the same. I knew I'd been there before, but nothing looked the same. So everybody that's driven the track wasn't there. And the first year, there was definitely some kinks that needed smoothing out, a mix of um, trying to run a really big event and a big track where we need lots of coordination and just kind of, you know, why is everyone lining up single file instead of two by two to get onto the back track? And now, you know, we're backing up onto the corner and like the first year, again, everyone, no one's driven this track before. So there's people doing manjis and kind of figuring right. the track out. And since then, you know, it's always been busy and it's always been packed in the pits and that hasn't changed. I think the vibe has been good since the start, but the, the driving and the development yeah. of road track skills and um, like actual racing etiquette and stuff has been massive over the last two years. And I'm really excited to see how this year goes. Exactly. Exactly. I think probably my, my whole vision for it was it stemmed from watching videos of Gatville over in Norway pits absolutely packed with everything going on in the pits and it was really a driver focused experience um fans obviously come into it because it's insane to come and witness like a hundred different cars you know there's nobody that's the cookie cutter in it right like you know 
we got, you know, some guys pushing over 700 horsepower. We got crazy. I, I'll bring the three rotor, crazy rotary build, old FD car. You're running like still the KA in your car, getting huge seat time. And we look at so many, the gap between everything from LS, 2J, 1J, yeah. you name it, it's out there at the track. And it's absolutely just a festival type experience for car enthusiasts. I think that's really been my my inspiration behind is trying to develop that. And, you know, the pits cramming everybody in. First year, there's a lot of grumbling about, hey, why are we cramming in there? And I go, like, there's just no room. Either we cut it off and we have a smaller event or we just make do with it. Last year, there's absolutely nobody complaining about pit space. Everyone just sort of like got wherever they were. The pits aren't great, yet you're either in gravel or you're in grass. That's how life is. And the sooner that you accept that, hey, you're in gravel or you're, you're in grass, it's just how it is. But it's the chance to drive like a unique track with people from all over Western Canada, from pros to guys that this is the absolute first time on a road course and just to have that whole mm-hmm. festival type experience. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. I mean, number one main thing, be prepared to tandem. Don't don't hold up your finger number one especially because i run the i run the backtrack during the morning sessions and i am all about sending multi-car tandems like you think that four cars is crazy or three car trains are crazy no no like we would like to see seven car trains all day long as many people as want to drive together we will send it it's kind of like taking our mission sunday fun day and then just jamming that into two full days on a road course that's actually really forgiving and really easy to mm-hmm. drift the entire course i'd say um i'll let tony jump in there he's he's you know he's been a survivor of three of them now i mean till we killed his car at the last driven demo at stratotech now he's going to be on the outside for this year with driving but always you know what's your number uh, one takeaway from stratotech so well far, tony? i mean first of all i'll correct you you know ka24 say the whole thing every time Throw some respect on it. Um, <laughs> it's been a it's been a long week in my uh, DMs. Um, <laughs> number one thing I'd say is right. kind of like what you're saying, Sean. Is expect a tandem. Don't show up trying to do a solo run. This isn't the event to learn how to drive. This is the event to just put it all on the line. Go out, have a blast. We're not competing for first place, but you know, seconds on the table. I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, number one goal is fun, nonstop fun. And I think you get that by getting in those trains, mm-hmm. jumping in with maybe drivers you haven't driven with before, yeah. or just driving in with mates that you've driven with a long time, man. And just, I think it feels like a really good end of the season way to just get together with everybody, see everybody one more time before winter sets in. And it's just a blast, man. Um, if I had, could provide maybe one. Uh, good survival tip. Uh, we had it come up on, uh, wanted to give a huge shout out to everybody who uh, responded to my Instagram stories this week, actually. Been uh, really a lot of fun uh, going back and forth with y'all in the DMs. You know who you are. Um, but number one, right. first and foremost, know when to bail. Know when that move isn't on. Know when it's appropriate to send it back. You know when it's not. And uh, big believer in like, hey man, you got an issue? Just hand out the windows. Just stick it up right out the window. Hey, 
I got an issue. I'm not running at full pace. Uh, you'll pr probably prevent yourself a lot of heartache and a few few bumpers uh, saved if yeah. you uh, follow that tip. So that's uh, that's number one pro tip. Just know when to bail, know when it ain't on, and just know when to uh, open up the track. You know, just get out of the way. Let everybody else have fun. Don't uh, don't just sit there doing 20 on the racing line, cooling down. <laughs> you know, just uh, yeah. For sure, and for on sure. that note, yeah, I found uh, one of the other things that I realized that we we could probably work on, but I think we'll we'll catch on this year is yeah, more uh, more hand signs, more uh, nonverbal communication between drivers on the track. Um, at the Strato season opener this year, I was driving. You know, there's only so many of us, but I was trying to drive with um, Brandon Strong mostly just because. If there's somebody who can put it on my door, not that that takes a whole lot of power to do, but um, that is somebody who I trust driving with a lot. But, you know, it was here, I want to switch positions. You point the person by out your window or, you know, good to go. Sure, let's go tandem. If somebody's scared and they want to do a solo run, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have to respect that they're scared. However, you should probably respect their wishes to do a solo run because if they're worried about you know, losing it in front of you and then you run into them and they said, Hey, I just, I wanted to go on my own. You know, it sucks. I've seen situations like that, but at the same time, yeah, just communication, just push yourself, do a, do a delayed chase, you know? For sure. For sure. And I think that's maybe something we can sort of just segue into it, how we run it. Morning sessions are always too, two separate layouts and we kind of break it up so that each group kind of warms into the day before we go full track. Front track is kind of always flowing. It, it goes and it doesn't have a start stop line. It just, it just flows through the, uh, the front section. And that's usually we start that off with more of the advanced groups. Um, I know everybody wants to be in red and blue, but green and yellow are the jam that I always drive with anyway. So don't, don't feel bad. Uh, green and yellow groups are the smallest groups, but it also gives you the most opportunity to, to work on your skills so that you can move up into a, a different group later on. But yeah, basically all we look for is that, uh, you know, backtrack, what we call, and we'll do go through this a little bit more in the driver's meeting, definitely has a start and stop line. There is a start, a start line, and then there's shutdown cones. So that we try to start off the day, easing people into, into the course, there's really only four corners on the backtrack. And then that allows for some really good warm up, you know, getting used to, to being back on, on Stratotech, being back on a road course. Mm -hmm. Cause we have a lot of people coming in from BC, you know, probably 30% of the people come in from out of, out of BC, out of Saskatchewan, all over Western Canada. So, I mean, it's definitely, you know, a great track to drive, but, working on those little tiny things about following, you know, that same thing. We try to run it well on the start line about like, you know, we're not necessarily looking for single runs all day long. If you've been driving a lot and you're driving like, you know, maybe in your 240 and you're really worried about door dings, we try to give people space. We don't send a heater behind you, but we try to make the track go because everybody wants to drive. So, you know, if you're driving with a group, that's a number one tip to come out as a group and yeah. plan to drive as a group together, but plan to drive as a group by not stopping on track. Front track, there's no stopping on track. 
number one concern that we have is just backed up into a corner where people are coming in at full steam into corner one and then they come around the corner and there's a bunch of cars parked and then you either have to bail out into the gravel into the grass or lock up the brakes and put somebody mm-hmm. at risk behind you so we do talk a lot about that in the driver's meeting front track is never stopped it's always flowing you do never stop on track if you want to stage up with your homies that can be done through the pits and then just start on the start line that is yeah. in that the hot pit area right um and I think that's that's maybe a number one thing that we need to look at too is like use this opportunity of having you know the track is open for sixteen hours. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Sixteen hours that the track is hot. So use it as like an an, a, an amazing event to develop your skill. Uh, number one thing, and I think that's sort of something that's sort of come up. You know, you look at the drift games. Uh, podcast and you look at sort of what happened to one of their big bash style events is that they made it into an invitational now because too many people off track too many trash in the gravel too many trash in the grass i mean it's tough to do and it's definitely something that we don't want to do as spec d is to take it and go like now we have to be invitational on it because it's not necessarily the driver skill it's always the attitude of the driver that i look at you may not have, you know, the same skill as like a Brandon Strong, like you're talking about, or, you know, Jesse Foot, Aaron Day, some of these pro drivers, but you might just have a great attitude and you love to drive and you love to work on your skill. And I'll never have a hard time with you, you know, managing a straight or, you know, taking your time around the course, as long as you're developing as a driver. If we're pulling you out of the gravel twice in a run, you know, it's time to reevaluate your skill level on it and to say, this was more than I bit off. This is more than, you know, what I thought it was going to be. And just, you know, look at the sessions you can drive, maybe the easier ones, stick to a smaller group and try to develop that, that now, driving uh, skill. Right? I'm going to add something there, Sean. Um, <clears throat> I was going to say, you know, the monging the street, I ahead. think uh, everybody is kind of probably more on the mindset of trying to make one nice drift into turn one as opposed to severin uh you know there's a few instructors out there that uh i would ask of like hey maybe just one drift into turn one maybe keep it easy one turn at a time thank you dubay perfect perfect yes it uh, is there's only nine turns on the course there doesn't need to be 13 on the front straight uh, i think that's probably just a cleaner way to do it right. and i think it's a better goal to aim for to just make one smooth nice drift in a turn one as opposed to whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, turn one is a big one. It's it's a turn that everybody wants to be, um, uh, you know, backing it into. And nobody has a problem if you are just driving straight into it, you can e-brake in, drift the corner. And it's the same way we actually tell the, um, tell the pro drivers, if you're ha- struggling with a course, you know, take it in bite-sized pieces. Take one corner at a time. You can straighten out after the corner, reinitiate into another corner. Because if you straighten out, you know, keep your pace, initiate into another corner, keep your pace, initiate into another corner. It works out just fine. It doesn't slow anybody up behind you, and it it just helps you become a better driver over and over. Um, one of the main things is, is that this this track runs alongside of the highway and sometimes people see people lined up along the highway 
watching them and they get excited and they go, I'm going to send it in really hard. And it gets them into the mindset, hey, I'm going to go really fast and really hard into turn seven. I'm going to just like send it. And then they go a little bit too hard. And then they hit That's the a fence. hard spot. You know, we give a disclaimer. We would give it right off the track, right off the stop. You are responsible for fence damage. And it's a really simple thing. It's a thousand dollars every post that you hit. Don't hit posts. Keep it on the asphalt and you will never have a problem with me. You'll never have a problem with any of the people, you know, any of the course workers at all. If you stay on the asphalt and you drive like a badass all day long, all you're going to get from any course worker is high fives, you know, thumbs up, you know, we'll just be cheering you on and, and clapping so hard for you anyway. Um, anything you guys want to add sort of a little bit on that, some of the track etiquette about just sort of running uh, a bigger mm. Festival style uh, event. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Tony and I talk about this a lot because we just talk about doing this event all year long. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like he was saying, uh, if you're on a cool down lap, you're not driving slow. Doesn't cool your car down, despite how it may feel. It might cool your tires down a bit, but if you want to do that, you can always just do a quick cool down in the pits, right? Um, you're, you're grip yep. racing, you know, you're trying to just outrun the people behind you. And if you want them to pass, don't try to make them pass like in the middle of, you know, turn seven or something. I said, or I suppose turn seven is probably one of the better spots for it. But like, if you're in turn five and you see cars flying over the crest of four in your mirror, boogie, get out of there. Because you know that they're going to try to link it out of five yeah. into six, seven, down into eight. So, like, get to eight before they've done that and slowed down. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I think that is a good one, too. Um, it's not driving slow that's going to cool your car down. It's yeah. just keeping your RPMs down, right? So, if you're usually pinned in third gear and you're sitting at, you know, five, six, seven, 7,000 RPM, then, you know, you drive around the track in fourth. Or, same thing, pull into the pull into the pits there's absolutely when we do the afternoon sessions and it is full no. track there is no stopping on track a hundred percent there is no stopping on track it is dangerous for everybody it's dangerous for you and it's dangerous for the guys coming up behind you we encourage hard driving we encourage five six car tandem trains so all we're looking for is that you know you're not backing up those guys because you may have the lead car that can see you slow down and he may bail out, but it causes like four to five cars have to bail out behind him too. Mm -hmm. And it can get really dangerous, really fast. You know, main thing, this is a festival style event. We're out there just to have fun, to enjoy drifting. It's a sport that we love and nobody wants to be the guy, you know, black flag flagging you, pulling you into the pits and giving you a hard time. So it's just some of the etiquette things that we really take seriously and trying to make everybody, you know, have that same thing. Um, oh, hey, tow yeah. hooks. That's one thing that's like speeds up the whole process. So we run this event differently. Like I was reading a lot of what happened at, you know, Drift Games uh, event. And when they get a tow, they red flag that session, they red flag that corner, whatever. We tend to just like keep the track running hot. We put it that if you see Tokyo on the side, these are all around safety tow guy pulled more people out and probably has done more kilometers yeah. around Stratatech than most of us. Um, when you see him on track, 
It just means you don't drift past that corner. Drifting past somebody that's calling another driver out is a good way for you to just sit out a couple of sessions, you know, think about life and, um, you know, just yeah. the safety of our people, right? You know, it's not fun to put people at risk and we never want to do that. And all of us are responsible for, you know, not only ourselves, but responsible for our passenger and also all of our track workers. So Tokyo comes out, he does this event every single year, pulls, you know, just 200 plus kilometers around that track and absolutely, you know, loves it and does it with a smile. But what he wants to make it easy for mm -hmm. him is good tow hooks, right? You may think that your factory tow hook is amazing, but as you're prepping for this, tie a big ass uh, strap onto it so that it's easy to see, easy to hook onto and get you out. Happens to the best of us, we'll go into the gravel. Maybe we're bailing out of one of those situations like we talked about, somebody going too slow into four. Wow. You got no place to go. You hit it in the gravel. You go into that. And that's all that we're looking for is that we, you know, mutual respect for everybody. Toe hooks make it easier, front and back. Just big yellow straps. We all have a chunk of strap that we use, you know, to, to ratchet strap our car down. And we all know that the straps that you buy from Princess Auto, you know, they're like 50 feet long. We use 20 of it. You got lots of extra strap kicking around, cut it off, tie it around your tow hook, make it easy for these guys to get you out. Cause that's all we're, that's what we're here for. That's what Tokyo comes out for is that you are going to be on track as much as humanly possible that he's out there for and making it easy for him. Easy for you is going to be good. Um, that's one of the main things there is just like tow hooks, nice and easy. Um, I hardly even have to say it about like pit setup yeah. and stuff like that. Drift guys are so good, so responsible that I don't really have to give anybody grief. I've never had problem with people leaving garbage behind, you know? So now that I say that, you know, don't leave your garbage behind, bring a garbage bag. Um, and out of respect, you know, just for the people that are cleaning up the garbage, which is, you know, 90% me, I don't care if you don't like me, but don't make my day like to be, you know, that I have to pull like some broken axle out of the garbage and rip the garbage bag. Yeah. Take your heavy broken stuff with you, your bumpers. If your tent flies away, it's not great to just pack up your pop-up tent and jam it into the garbage can. Take that home with you. Realistically, <laughs> like, because right? Matt, Matt um, Devotion Tires taking away all the used tires again this year, right? So, so you should be you should be going home with significantly I, I, more I, space in your car and your trailer than you came with at the end of the day. A hundred percent, yeah. So, so like as you lose your bumpers, don't leave your broken body kits in the pits or jam them into the garbage cans. You know, we do have a big dumpster there and stuff like that. It fills up fast, so it's just sort of some of those things. You know, you break an axle, the things like you know. 10 pounds and you jam it into one of our mm -hmm. black plastic garbage bags. And then when I pick it up, all the other garbage just falls on the ground and I'm like, Great. you know, it just ruins my, it, it ruins my vibe. That's, that's all I got to say. Um, yeah. Hey, speaking of devotion tire. Yeah. He's out there doing changeovers, right? Uh, slight increase today is 15 bucks. Bring cash. Cash only is going to be the policy for devotion tire. You know, he just chases e-transfers and stuff like that. Cash is always king. 15 bucks for a changeover. You can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. He does it with a smile. He's, uh, 
you know, you look at this guy and he is absolutely yeah. sweating his butt off in his trailer and, and he takes all the tires home with him. Uh, you know, I've been to a ton of events and when you pick up your tires that just got changed over, they also give you back the two that you burnt off and you get to take those yeah. and you find your own way home with those things. So, you know, some of that stuff is so invaluable that, uh, you know, you can't be, yeah, you really, and nobody, there's not enough thanks in the world for what Matt does. I think, um, I, <laughs> he hates my Riverside so much and having to mount them myself, I understand why, but yeah, like just the effort that that man puts into, to make sure everyone is running all weekend and like the tire machines, like how many did they have last year? Two or three? There's like a hundred tires lined up first thing yeah. on Sunday morning, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, and he gets through them. You know, there's nobody, I don't think anybody's nope. really waiting on tires too much. Yeah, he comes out, picks up my tire machine, um, full full on the poor guy. He's just, uh, he's ready for it. But I think that's it. You know, some of those things that we take for granted, because Matt's come out to so many of our events, um, you know, having a, having a dedicated tire guy on site that actually likes to do it and gets it done is, is amazing. Um, you know, and stretching, stretching tires on, he seems to oh, yeah. just have a, a knack for it, you know? So, you know, make sure that that guy, you know, if, if you're thinking about one person that you want to take care of, Matt, a devotion tire, I know, you know, there'll be some grief guys go, yeah. Oh, it's 15 bucks. Will you do your own tires then for 15 bucks and tell me how much you want to do it. And don't be afraid to tip the guy either. You tip uh, your waitress at any uh, restaurant. You can also throw a couple of extra bucks his way. Mm -hmm. uh, cold beverage also helps out. Make sure that he's well hydrated, right? Um, and I think that goes for just about everybody that's out, out working this track too. Saturday's a long day. We get on track at 10 and we go right till eight o'clock at night. It is a long day for your corner workers, your photographers, everything like that. So, Number one, I think as a driver, as uh, anybody working there, no. never give those guys a hard time. If they're flag you in, don't give them a hard time. Don't, don't become a colorblind. What's going on? <laughs> nah, just go in because they're they're out there to just make sure that you're having fun and being safe, right? There's these guys; they absolutely dedicate their lives to to other people having fun. You know, especially on the weekends. Um, you know, those corner workers are absolute lifesavers. They make sure everyone's driving and having a good time. So for them, you know, make sure that you're thanking them as, as a, as a team. And like, we can't thank them enough without them. None of this stuff would happen for sure. Huh. What else? What else? Do you, let's, let's go through a couple more oh, camping. Is there camping at the track? Yeah. Yeah. There's a few guys messaging yeah. us yeah. on Discord. Yeah. Um, I had a few so, uh, yeah. pop up in the DM there. Uh, first one, uh, you know, trailer situation. All right. uh, I think it was uh, Cal Kirk looking about that. Uh, I'm assuming same as last year, just we'll park them out in the back 40. Uh, support vehicle, hopefully on the grass, cars in the uh, pit area. Cars in the pit area. Yeah, if you... If you know, you are my all-time hero if you drive your car or you come on an open deck and you just unload your stuff and move it. Uh, no, you don't get to keep your open deck trailer in the pits. Sorry, there's nobody that uh, needs to have that in the pits. Uh, people want to come and see this. I mean, what we do is absolutely cool. 
Like, and not only the drivers love drifting, but there is uh, a ton of people that love to come and watch it. And we got to find a space for them to be. So we tell everybody, you know, if you're a fan, carpool, get there, uh, try to come with your friends. Uh, how big are the pits? The pits are small. Uh, shaddy, the pits are little. Like, I will give you 12 feet and enough yeah. space for your car. Basically, that is, yeah, you got it. Jared knows. I go out there and I measure it out. And and this year, unfortunately, like we're, we we got to move the vendors into the pit area. We can't have the food trucks up against the building this year. Oh no! We lose a little bit of pit area. I had um, to share with Mike B last yeah, year. He had to drive through my pit to get to his. <laughs> we're gonna be triple stacked. <laughs> well, we're gonna be we're gonna be stacking people in there. I mean, I think it's gonna be. Uh, yeah. It's going to be fun no matter what. It's going to be a good time. Number one thing is just that you got to come with the, with that proper attitude. We will get you in there. We will try our best to accommodate everybody. If you can make your footprint as small as possible, we do appreciate it. You know, it's just so there's just more space for everybody to have, you know, to enjoy the sport that we love. And, I mean, we do this because we love it. If you – if you book for for uh, Stratovash and you do not absolutely love drifting, you don't like uh, being pitted in tight, sharing tools, whatever it takes, um, you know, you register for the wrong event because everyone out there absolutely loves the sport. They love to drive. And, you know, I, I can't ask for a better group of people to, you know, to sh share the September long weekend with, and, you know, all the people that registered for this great event. We're currently sitting at just over 104 drivers coming out to this event. So it is going to be tight in there. But you know what? It's going to be absolutely amazing. I think it's uh, going to be the best one yet. A uh, couple of other things that we changed. Uh, we're not doing a team tandem this year. Um, you know, it absolutely was terrible. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that team tandem was a terrible idea. We don't like it. It was horrendous to watch. And I think it was horrendous to drive in because it didn't go as good as what, you know, we all thought it would be at the end of the day. So we're going to do some big, uh, big entry comps. Uh, we're going to throw that into some Saturday Sundays, uh, throw that in there. And then we've got some call out battles. So if you came with one of your buddies that you just want to do like a single solo run on a comp track, uh, we're going to have that set up just after lunch on both Saturday and Sunday. We only got a few people that have actually registered for that. It's just, you know, they want to drive with somebody, prove that they're the best. We'll kind of make it a, a fun thing, but it's going to be a judged one. So there will be a winner in it. So you can get bragging rights over your home. That's the case. Everybody should battle Jared and find out something <laughs> about their driving stuff. Yeah. As long as I get like 10 feet of run up distance behind them. So I can actually make it like with proximity to the corner. You blew your car up, so I can't call you out. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, no, I'm sorry, but I'm I was hoping for that. I don't know who else to call out. We'll have a chance. Well, I heard someone call me out. You know, let me uh, an R seven, so maybe you know, uh, maybe we can oh, figure something else out. Oh, <laughs> oh you only bought the R six. Uh, okay, you break it, you bought it. You break it, you bought it. You can drive cool. anything. Sounds good, buddy. Can. I will take the <laughs> golf cart. <laughs> you gotta uh, get in contact. No, I've broken yeah. that too. You know Don't what? Don't get Actually, the golf cart either. Uh... <laughs> no. I mean, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't learn how to do wheels on it at all. It's fine. I know. I know. I... 
<laughs> I know, I know. I, I, my golf cart feels yeah. it. Feels the old, still old school days of Vegas drift. <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, but so some of the things are right. Like we usually run the yellow and green group together. We'll talk just a little bit about the flow of it. Blue and red groups, afternoon sessions, they can drive with anybody they want. So like if your buddy got put into yellow and you're in red, there's a reason for it as just uh, sometimes car class, sometimes you're running with a cage and your buddy doesn't have a cage. So we try to set those drivers together most of the time in the groups, try to balance it out by skill level, yeah. maybe experience, maybe just car build. But, but... Nope. Yeah, there it is. There it goes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, somebody decided that it was time to give me a call here. So, hey, figured that out. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be a good time, I think, with that. Main thing is, you know, come prepared. Uh, can't tell you guys enough. Number one thing that fails, uh, tow hooks. We will fail you if you don't have tow hooks out there. So you can't go on track until you have those big yellow straps and we'll make you cut up your rats with straps that you strap your car down with to accommodate those tow hooks. So you get those done, you know, within the next two days, right? Cause we're loading in on Friday. Uh, fire extinguisher, make sure you got at least a five pound fire extinguisher in the car. That is it. We've had some fires out there, right? So cars get hot. We're putting a lot of pressure on them and there's a lot of driving out there. To have a ten pound or a five pound fire extinguisher with you in the car, properly secured. If not, element fire extinguishers. We do have a few available. They're going to be out of the track. Print off your tech forms. Have those ready to go. Have your tech forms ready to go. You have them out there. You have them signed. Have your name on it. We are good to go. You know, there's a lot of trust that goes into it. You're planning to drive your cars for 16 hours on track. If you haven't looked over them and made sure that everything is up to snuff, your car will let you down and you will be in the pits and not on track. So, you know, there's a lot of onus on you to make sure that your car is ready for that. You know, um, if it's one of the older ones, hey, on the way to the track, you know, if it's on the open deck, rip it past the car wash, give it a good old spray, mm -hmm. clean all that, you know, old oil and whatever else off the undercarriage so that you're not leaking anything. Leaking on track, 100%, you get to go sit in the pits until you figure that out. We don't need any oil left on track for sure. Uh, I think that's basically it. That's what makes my life as an organizer a lot easier is everyone has their tech forms printed off and filled out and uh, tow hooks. That's, that's the main things that guys need to have in order to have it bring enough, bring enough stuff like that, you know, you're ready to go. Don't come with your ball tires on the car. Uh, good steer tires, always a key. Um, and then the last thing I think as people are planning, you know, bring their own food, bring their own drinks and stuff like that. Don't bring any glass to the track glass. I mean, the whole, the whole pit area is just gravel. So, I mean, if you bring a glass bottle of any kind, you know, knock it off the top of your car breaks, ruins everybody's day and ruins the next groups that come in. Uh, a lot of times we're just, we're, you know, unfortunately, yeah. we're rolling around the gravel, sometimes changing. An you know what's worse than gravel in the spine? A piece of glass bottle. You got it. That's that's 100% it. So, yeah, just no glass. That's, that's, that's the main thing. We're really open. And, and 
you know, if you haven't been, you'll know the vibe immediately once you get there. And if you've been, you know, we look forward to having you back. And, and you know, this whole entire thing is just to help uh, help the driving, get the community together and just to, you know, show everybody how mm-hmm. awesome drifting is. I think, um, you know, if driving in the cool. Specty series this year was any indication of just how, like Jared was speaking earlier, of how these last three years bash has helped progress the driving level up here. Um, I think we're in for one hell of a time at bash four, obviously on my side, a little disappointed that I'm not going to be driving in it, but very, very excited to attend as uh, I don't know if I count as media spectator announcer. I'm probably just do all three, probably Marshall, probably throw things at your car. If I think you can drive faster. Um, yeah. You know, beyond times, uh, just handing out the good vibes, man. And just, uh, Hopefully it's a blast. So uh, if you see me, uh, come take me for some ride-alongs. I'll take pictures of your car and trade. And uh, yeah, man, just looking forward to it, honestly. It should be good. Yeah. There's lots of, there's lots of names I don't recognize on the driver's list. So I did, uh, I did some Facebook creeping because I really want to know who we're going uh, to be driving with. And yeah, lots of, as you were saying, Sean, earlier, lots of uh, talented names in all the run groups even. You know, down to down to Green Group, I yep. see like Rob Hart, Kyle Carr, and I've driven with them, and I know that they've been making progress on driving and stuff. And I think there's no uh, there's no group that you don't want to drive with this year, and I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, no, actually, that's who I, I tend to drive a lot with the Yellow and Green Group. It seems to be uh, they're a little bit easier to to marshal, so it gives me a little bit of time that I, I can say that's probably like the best guarded pro tip, um, like. I think everybody gets infatuated with, oh, red group, blue group, so awesome, so good. But really, that, those are the guys that are getting into the accidents that are blowing off track that are just being 100% full dipshit. Like, the best driving happens in yellow and green because it's just so chill. Let me give you that. I think, like, Blair last year, she probably had the most laps out of anybody, just hung out in yellow group, got her whole day in, no problem. So, red and blue groups, if you do want to drive with your friends, I encourage you, you know, go, go to yellow and uh, green. You know, that's, that's where the party's at. Like, yeah, red and blue. Sure. It's fun to watch everybody write right. their crap and, off. But, like, hey, man, it's more fun to get laughed. Well, we threw we threw Blair into red because most of the people that she drives with are in red groups. So I figured we'd throw her in there. But, you know, that also does open it up. Red and blue can drive in any group that they want. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty much everybody gets a chance to drive together. You know, we just only ask that people respect the colors, you know, during, you know, the morning sessions, just so everybody's familiar with it. Yellow and green, green, you're just, you're limited to the track time that you're, that you are on. Uh, schedule was emailed out. Uh, new schedule was emailed out because we had to change it just a touch. But yeah, it works out really good. And there is a ton of really talented drivers in all of it. I mean, I do get a ton of emails like, hey, I want to be in red. I'm like, well, not everybody can be in red. Not everybody can be in the blue group. So, you know, the way we worked it out is everybody gets a chance to drive with anybody. If your best friend is in blue and you're in yellow and they never drive with you, that's a tip that they're not your best friend necessarily. And they're just, you know, you may have came together, but they don't want to drive with you. (laughs) Sorry to say it. That's just life, right? Hey. that's how it is there's no there's no reason to drive (laughs) outside of your run group just for seat time because you get like what four hours per day of of seat time in your own run group but that just means that 
that if your friend is in yeah, yeah. green or yellow, if you want to drive with them, there's no excuse. There's no reason you get the whole second half of the day, which means that you have four extra hours that you could be driving with your homies, right? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, and I think that's it. It's just the attitude going into it. We, you know, year one we got a little bit more grief on that, and then people sort of figured out the uh, the secret behind the recipe, and they uh, no no problems at all last year. I think everybody got to run with who they did. And I think that's maybe one of the things that is important to talk about how to actually oh, run with each other. If you don't start off in the pits planning, planning to run together, guess what? You'll never catch them on track. There's no way because if you try to meet up with your buddies on track and go, oh, you know, um, Ryan Drutz is out there running and I want to go catch him. By the time that he's done his two, three runs, he's either out of tires or he's on a cool down lap. So it's really tough to get some good tandem battles in with somebody if you're planning just to catch them on track. Make that plan in the pits, roll out together and have a strategy. Yep, we're going to do two laps, cool down lap, two more laps, come in. And then that works out really well. Uh, the best tandems I think that we have are, are in the morning session for sure. Because in the back section, we run the Eddie's S's, we run that whole backtrack in reverse. And we do run a start line so we can stage people up and get them going and send them out. Um, so that, that's a great time where you get to experience some of that tandem. But if you are in one of the, maybe the more pro groups or the higher experience groups, plan to go out together. You know, you're in the groups together. So drive out as a group, plan to do that, leave the pits together and line up. Because again, same thing. There's no stopping on track. We don't have a stop area. The only time that you stop on track is if you're leaking, you pull off to the side and you stop on the track just because you're leaking or something so is cooling down or whatever. The bus right? stop. No um, stopping yeah. in the bus stop. Keep it open. No stopping in the bus stop. Okay, I was I was gonna ask right. that because you know, we did the <laughs> we, we we did the we did the chicane last year and by the end of the weekend it kind of instead of being a chicane, it was kind of just some pylons to put you to put you on the left side so that you were doing this big entry and yeah of course people stop there it gets kind of sketchy the further they are out down the pits down the bus stop because you're swinging across that way but uh, right. so there's absolutely no stopping there this year hey sean okay we do not want stopping on the track at all that's where you got the pits you can pull off the track at any time you give the sing signal out the window that you are pulling into the pits and when you're pulling into the pits, you're obviously not drifting that last corner mm -hmm. and locking mm -hmm. on the brakes and pulling into the pits. If you need to stop, check over your car. Okay. You pull into the pits. No, we don't want stopping on it because that's the main thing. We do we do run the chicane just because people tend to absolutely destroy the grass going into the into the Eddie's S's after the bus stop. Hey, if we don't destroy the place, I can let you guys do the biggest yeah, two backwards entries back, of back all to time. Back. You do it as right. You yeah, as you pound pound up the track, we uh, tend to add the chicane in and slow down the track a little bit. So hey, you yeah. the drivers always dictate what happens on track. We can run a full wide open track if you're blowing the grass apart and absolutely blowing all the gravel into the building. And we tend to uh, you know slow it down and add chicanes, which, you know, chicanes suck. Yeah. 
we all know that. So, hey, we'll put the onus on the drivers. Well, and we've been doing it for long enough it that if you're, if you're on your fourth bash and you still keep either flying way off the back of the bus stop or if you're cutting that corner real heavy all the time, like, you know, there should be some maybe some radio to the black flagger and get a talking to. Dave or uh, Ryan, Ryan pulled me off out. track once and asked me why I spun out. Because I, I suck, dude. Well, but you know what? It, it's good. It's good to have like the, you know, what happened there? Are you just, are you driving too hard? Do you need to just settle down a little bit? It's good to have that rather than to just let people destroy the yeah. track all weekend. And then, uh, you know, come next year, it's like, you, you can't do the fun corners because too many people did it wrong last year. Yeah, no, and, and that's really what we're trying to do. We try to keep it open. I mean, the invitational thing sounds cool. Like, oh, yeah, we'll make it an invitational. That's not what it's about. Uh, we want everyone to be able to enjoy the tracks and, and to really just – We're no, we're no final bout, you know. So, I mean, no, we, we aren't. We, we want to welcome everybody into it. So with that, hey, I mean, I think that's pretty good. We got a great uh, – mm -hmm. You know, good tips, good everything. Print off your tech forms. Make sure you got the toads. Make sure your fire extinguisher passes. You know, lots of water, lots of tires, and I think it's going to be good. What's the strike rule? There's, I don't know what the strike rules mean. How many strikes in your? I don't. I I feel like if you get pulled out of the same gravel trap more than twice, I like we've never. Yeah, we've never had a strike rule, but like if you get pulled out of the same trap three times, maybe like maybe just don't. Maybe just don't do that corner or like, like evaluate for an hour and figure out why you keep ending up there. Come hang out with me and I'll drive your car. I think I've ended up in, in the turn one gravel trap yeah. twice and the turn eight gravel trap twice. And that's over four years. So like, there's no, there's no need to be in the same trap all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We, all, all we tend to do is we just get, pull you in, give you a timeout. You get to sit out the rest of the session and see, I mean, if you're really struggling and really having a hard time with keeping it on track, then, you know, well, we'll discuss something more with you, but I think most of the drivers that we've, we've allowed in are, are ready to go. I think they, people that have been on there, you know, tried to bet them enough that they have some sort of track experience. Um, but no, it's, it's never to, to, to bum anybody out or, or to, you know, ruin their weekend of fun, because this is, this is just a festival of like, we love drifting. We absolutely think it's the, uh, you know, the greatest sport that we have. We want to share it with everybody mm -hmm. and drive with all of our friends. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. Been an hour chatting about Strato. Uh, hey, Gates open for spectators at 10 o'clock every day. Uh, you know, there is ride-alongs available. Ride-alongs for specific drivers, you know, you can always ask, ask for a ride-along. People are usually really open to do it. If they're really, you know, not wanting to give it, it's just because they're, they're, you know, maybe not confident in their skill level or something like that or working on something with their car. We have 100 cars there. We're getting ride-alongs all day long. This is probably the most open event that you'll find with ride-alongs, with cages, with, you know, uncaged tandem, et cetera, just because of how we sort of design the courses. On that note, so, uh, 
Um, requirements for spectators are probably good to get out there. Uh, if people want ride-alongs, what should they bring? You know, what's the requirement to ride in a drift car? Well, to ride in a drift car, everyone needs long pants, closed-toed shoes. That's just kind of how it is. Um, I mean, you know, Tony can speak from some personal experience. Fire's no joke. Stop pretty quickly. Uh, things happen, and, and you know, we got we got exhaust uh, that's really hot. And it can be something that doesn't necessarily need to be a fuel leak and just be oil that spills onto an exhaust header. And, you know, you can get a flame inside the car fairly easily. So that's why we ask for long pants and closed toed mm-hmm. shoes, so no flip flops. Uh, helmet, if you got a helmet, DOT approved helmet is going to be amazing. To get onto site already, you would have signed a waiver um, and and that type of stuff. And always, you know, we got our big long spec D trailer. You can ask any of the people that are wearing a spec D staff shirt. We can usually hook you up. We have extra, you know, fireproof coveralls and stuff like that. So, you know, if you do come and you didn't, uh, you know, plan to go for a long, but you, something that you just have to do, we usually got some extra safety equipment, but you know, helmets are always great to bring. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You know, long pants are going to be a must this year. I think just uh, uh, th- there's just so many cars. The risk is high. So forecast isn't that hot. So we're not given the ultra heat pass this year. So long pants. Bring your best one. Always a must. Sure, regardless, though, let's uh, let's see everybody there on Saturday. Reference. Best, best Hawaiian shirt is absolutely okay. necessary. If you got a, if you got a, a bucket hat or a Tilly there hat, something like that, we're about it. Yeah. Well, hey, I think we got bucket hats and we got the oh, big straw hats for sale. At the perfect. Come on, get those while they're last. I mean, fly got, off the shelf. Ton of them. Uh, yeah, merch is on site. That's it. I mean, it's it's an amazing event. We got great food trucks out again this year. As always, um, you know, the whole vibe is there. So once you're on site, you don't really need to leave. You can enjoy the full day. We got everything you can want. Ice cream, you know, all the great food truck food you you can get your fill of, and I think it's uh, it's going to be an mm-hmm. epic weekend again out there. So, hey, we look forward to seeing everybody out there. Thanks, Jared, for jumping on. Um, you know, four in a row. Not many people can brag about that, that actually making it all the way through. Uh, Tony, you know, you'll be there in spirit. Maybe somebody will let you drive the K, so you will have driven all four of the Strato Bashes. It'll be cool. And until then, hey, load in Friday after 5 o'clock would be great. And spectators. After no spectators on, on Monday or what? Good time. Want to watch clean up the track? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> that's it. I'll be there late on Monday because hey, it's a it's a work day. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you there Monday, I'm sure. It goes. Yep. Excellent. All righty. Sounds good. Until then, Peace. we will see you guys. Well, watch thanks for having me. Week. See you guys. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Jared. Yeah. Was it Caravan? Yeah. He was gay. Tell me about.